This experience is best with headphones. This is a program in partnership with Open and Clear Broadcasting. For more information and additional programs, visit us at openandclear.com. For any questions you would like us to focus on, comments about the show, inquiry about advertising with us, or just want someone to talk to, please visit us there at openandclear.com. You are listening live to ACIM Gather, a gathering for A Course in Miracles students and teachers. For more shows and information, visit ACIMGather.com. I am your lunch hour's host. Reverend Devin Devine, your conscious spirit coach in Cicerone to experiencing firsthand what is God. For more information about me and what I can do for you, visit openandclear.com. That's O P E N A N D C L E A R.com. day may have a different subject and approach. Ultimately, each and every single one of them have the same lesson that God would have you learn. To eventually open up and receive first-hand experience of what is truth, what is love, and what is that which is God. see what spirit has in store for us today as we tune in to this spiritual lunch hour broadcasting live from Utah, USA. (laughs) 
I never know what I'm actually going to be talking about until just a few minutes, most likely before the program at the most. Well, no, okay, can't say that because today it was like an hour before. <laughs> okay, maybe two, maybe two. I, I really have no idea as far as the reference of time. <laughs> uh, it's probably been something boiling up inside for quite some time, and I'm just about to pop, let's say. So the spiritual universe is a representation of right perception. And this right perception of reality is allowing you in expressing you in an extension of yourself. Okay. So the reality of yourself is uh, most comprehensible as what you know as consciousness. However, it's not this consciousness in which is secondary uh, from the split mind in which represents this ego-like idea. So we're going back in, in before this intelligence aspect of itself in the Christ consciousness, the big mind, in which is being represented by the, the spiritual world and represented by the physical world in what it seems to have its, its existence as. So the spiritual world is full of frequencies, it's movements of, of sound, movements of energy is, is explained as sound, uh, that's movement, and the emanation of this energy as well is, is explained as light. And the movement between these is, is a frequency, this is what a frequency is. So your spiritual universe is frequencies. Um, and so everything about you is through these frequencies. This is, you can think of the Christ mind as what Christ means as Christos. Uh, it means crystal. And think of this as with an idea this Christ had, uh, it usurped the power of God, it used the power of God, and developed universes upon universes. Uh, this one being a spiritual universe in which God actually approved of its experience. However, God was not in the wholeness of its experience, even as you are not the wholeness of your experience uh, in this physical one. So we got this spiritual universe and the frequencies divided up as what most people know as the rainbow and you got different colors and each of these colors actually have different characteristics about them and different attributes about them and even though we are the completion of a rainbow we apply these blocks to the awareness of love's presence which is the ultimate power of god uh, into the expression of what is the spiritual universe so we can have blocks in each different frequency depending on how much accepting we are in that area so it gets very uh what's the word um very in depth uh focused when you actually pay attention to each frequency and each block that could be in within frequencies and if you are willing to accept each day or each uh, frequency, each attribute about yourself, then you, what you are doing is accepting the totality of what is the white light before it's divided. So if you're not accepting of red, let's say, 
or because red seems dark and evil and these, these infrared lights, you know, it goes down to darkness, right? If you're not willing to accept that, you're literally saying that the white light is only acceptable if it rejects a part of itself. And so you can't know this essence of the true self about yourself unless you accept every aspect about it. Now, each frequency, when focused on, uh, when you have your... <laughs> words are eluding me at this moment. Um, each one has a different belief in God, a different way of believing in God. Each one looks at uh, the examples of a miracle as different. And each one thinks of the world differently and experiences the world very much differently. And so you see this evolution going on through your life and uh, going from, from building trust and learning to accept and, and uh, accept help. And we're going into accepting, having fun and pleasure and, and, and enjoying this and, and then going to find this uh, willpower within yourself and strength, uh, power to speak and, and be yourself and then falling in love and finding love for someone and maybe multitude of people and finding this expression of love and, and then actually going to express yourself wholly and express that love and express in unique fashion of what you are designed as in here. Uh, in this representation of these frequencies. And then you, ha you have this urge to transcend uh, all everything you know. You have this urge to transcend the world and go further out into finding out something more. And this is where a lot of people are with The Course in Miracles. And then when they actually come to a point of not just detaching from the world, of wanting to detach from the world, is this urge uh, not just to achieve that, but quite literally detaching from the urge to even do that. So the completion of complete liberation is no longer having a sense of needing liberation, no longer having a sense of being attached, that it, even if you were attached or not, you wouldn't know the difference because you are actually liberated. And that's kind of the difference. A lot of people think, oh, I need to actually achieve detachment. I need to actually achieve liberation. And you can't achieve liberation from anything if you see it as something like the illusionary world. If you see it as something, you can't escape from something that's real. You can escape from something that's not existent simply by realizing what it actually is. So we get more in, in depth into that as we go along. But what I was called to talk about today was our perceptions in these frequencies of what a miracle is and throughout our lives and how we have different definitions of what a miracle is. And, and it, de it completely depends on which frequency is our focus in our lives? Which one are we working on? Which one do we actually subconsciously are aware of these blocks that we have? And so we're trying to uh, interpret the universe. The Holy Spirit's trying to interpret the universe with us to assist in that 
blocks uh, no longer in our way to perceiving that love's presence, which is right there palpably available for us. So while we, we think, you know, a miracle for an example, we think a miracle in, in the first stage is having to do with trust in a brother. And this actually is my lesson for today. I trust my brother who is one with me. And uh, this is a lot of the first stage. This involves the elimination of what is uh, fear, okay? So the actual having trust, not only in your brother, but in the universe, and in that it's actually working for you, that it's always been going for you, is how we are attempting to see what a miracle is. And when we are in this first stage of understanding a miracle, uh, we, we feel and we are starting to accept and understand, oh, wow, this, this person didn't actually have a will of their own, as I thought. Uh, you know, I, I was really terrified because I thought they had a, a will completely of their own and they could do something that was against me and I could be a victim of this understanding and, and of this experience. And then we are we're in that lesson that God would have us learn. And so we're accepting, we're learning to accept as the Holy Spirit's translating. And the Holy Spirit being these frequencies is helping us to see that this person doesn't actually have a will of their own. That this person isn't completely of themselves. That there is something about this person, that person, the entire universe and all world and all the laws that is specific for the way of thinking in which I have now. So I'm attempting to now translate my mind and now see something differently and expand into a different understanding from, from going from distrust or fear of everyone and everything to an experience of realizing that they are here for me, that they have always been here for me. And often when people are in this first stage, it is usually put on to one single person. And this is where uh, a deity comes in, where often people are a, looking towards someone, uh, often a, a spiritual enlightened person that is transcendent in the world. And now because they're obsessed with the body themselves, they need to, and because it's easier, look to another body as if it is another body. An example in A Course in Miracles is when Jesus says, if it helps, imagine me walking with you holding your hand. And that, you know, if it helps, is, is a good stepping stone, a perfect stepping stone. However, it's not required to see him as a body. And that kind of moves on into the next. So a miracle for the next stage is now receiving kind of what you've been looking for, receiving what you've been desiring. And I know this seems very uh, superficial in which we, we can understand that it is, it is this. And in fact, the opposite of, of having this is kind of the guilt that we feel when we think we stole it. We think we're not worthy of it. We think we received something we wanted and, and we are not worthy of it. 
So the miracle here is the releasing of guilt, the, the realization that you are worthy of being happy, that you are worthy of being enjoying enjoyment in life and experiencing enjoyment. Now, it, it does seem very difficult to actually experience and comprehend when you're in it. And you, you think because of the representation of your brothers that someone was violated or mis, misused or something according to your perception. And so you feel guilty about what you've done or even if it's alone. Uh, you, you some reason have this idea and you've given these ideas to yourself that you are not allowed to do those certain things or be that certain way. So a miracle in this sense, in this frequency, in this stage, is the releasing of feeling guilty. And we can go through these frequencies and different stages literally in one single day, as well as starting over in the next moment. And uh, that it, you see these stages and you, you hear them in the stages of grief and, and things like that. that. These are just stages that we have, that we go through naturally. Uh, in which is literally how fear or how the opposition to love represents itself in the physical body. So all these frequencies is the essence of love, and yet the blocks to it, when eliminated, when seen past, is that miracle experience. And so this idea of guilt, of having this guilt, uh, is such a relief when you actually release it. That it's such, you feel so much lighter, so much more powerful. And that goes into our next stage. You feel that you have a worthiness of life and, and that you, you haven't been sinning at all. That there is somehow, even as you've learned trust in your brother, now you've learned trust in yourself that what you are doing, it has some sort of aspect of God doing it through you. And this is where you start to recognize somehow the presence of your deity that was in you. Now you start to recognize it actually in you. You start to alleviate yourself of, of being unworthy, of being this deity. I know it seems like really early on in these stages to actually go into that distance, but it goes deeper, it goes further, and we often go back and forth in these stages out of habit and often uh, stick to them and it can coincide with your favorite colors uh, throughout your lifetime so this is stage two which is orange now we move into stage three which is the realizing that this deity within yourself is now actually making your weaknesses into strength so what you once thought you were guilty of, uh, also now you think, you think others think you're guilty of it. And this is referred to as shame. So now you think you are somehow in, in danger of being prosecuted for what you were once guilty of and what you felt guilty for. So this is stage three and this referred to as shame, the release of shame is the miracle of, of how we perceive power, how we perceive strength or willpower or the ability to believe in yourself 
that you now have a presence in the world, that you feel like you're supposed to be here and that you have something to say. You have some a presence about you that you can do something, that you can heal the world, that you can change life, you can you can whatever, you can be this presence you're called to be here, that you can finally accept yourself. And this acceptance is now you're not just accepting of yourself, you're also accepting that others are accepting you. So usually most people do this with just one other person. And it's okay to do it with one other person. And this is the stages of a relationship. This is the stage of when you're actually starting to fall in love. Um, doing it with one person is the completion of doing it with all existence of the universe. However, habitually, when you stop doing it is when you see uh, another brother that you haven't been doing it with and then just jump back into, oh, maybe they think I'm guilty. Oh, maybe they think I'm, you know, have a reason to be shamed, a shameful experience or whatever it may be. Uh, oh, they think I did this and that and whatever. And this is the habit of our minds. So we, the miracle here is learning to accept ourselves and feeling the release and the freedom of accepting ourselves and others accepting us as well. So this moves into from that relationship of using others. This moves into the next stage, stage four. So stage four is this idea of what we know as love according to the world. And this is between each other and where we once were so, so angry about how someone felt about us and how they misconveyed us or even did something we didn't want to happen uh, and how we were shameful before and what we felt guilty of and were fearful. Now we, we, with this expression of anger that we now think we need to change this other person and we need to do something different and and we're upset at ourselves for doing need to do something different that we keep doing it the same out of habit and we you know we're, we're starting to see this pattern in our life and, and we hate it and we hate ourselves and we 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 hate the drivers next to us and all this this stuff that gets in the way so the miracle in this is the freedom that comes when we dis when we no longer see the separation from ourselves and we actually accept that that they are here for us and they don't care about what we've done and they don't care about who we really are that they love us for something that's transcendent from what we are experiencing and what we think we are understanding in our lives so we finally accept that not only that we love them but they love us and the experience of giving and receiving of love is kind of the completion of of who we are now often out of habit we start we we move on into the expression and suspicion and through suspicion we jump back often back to this shameful experience when we thought this person loved us because we had such trust in them and then they somehow broke unwritten rules that we have or we call it cheating on us often and so we think that somehow they actually did something to us 
and now we just hurt ourselves by getting angry at them again and now ashamed of them instead of ashamed of us and really it's the same thing as we really do see our brother we are seeing ourselves and we magnify the experience of what we believe in ourselves in them so we have this experience of now as we find love so the miracle of finding love of actually falling in love and this can be done with one person it can be done with the entire universe it really doesn't matter how many persons you do it with because doing it entirely at all is doing it entirely so finding love and the freedom of really being no longer being or needing to be angry no longer needing to change things and change who people are and that freedom and that feeling that liberation is a miracle according to this perspective in the stage four so that moves into uh, feeling that liberation that moves into stage five which is the expression of love the expression of who you are and how you like to express yourself and showing that how you have a unique self uh, that it is that now someone stands behind you and you feel that love and regardless if that's another person or god or jesus or anything it doesn't really matter that now you have a sense of being that presence that you are in right-mindedness somehow that you feel like you actually believe in what you're saying in what you're preaching in what you're doing and it could be through art through singing through uh speaking through radio whatever it can be through anything so the opposite of this is actually the feeling that you are lying now you d you don't actually believe what you're saying that you're in, you're just in this fake it till you make it thing and and you're you actually feel that other people are doing the same thing you're like oh all these people uh being all these spiritual people and everything they're just they're just regurgitating literary jargon that's what i want to do and so they want to to get into radio get into speaking and teaching and, and all this stuff which is helpful uh but it's not their it's not your stance it's not what you're meant to do and it, you feel like you feel like a fraud you feel like you know you're misunderstanding that you are here for an, a, a unique expression that only only you have and only you can only you can hold we're having technical issues great and so the miracle here is finding your truth finding who you are and really finding that expression in yourself so often when people do this with another person they are battling with this experience of finding their own will and this is kind of the opposite form of of what was stage three and the stage five which is the opposite of yellow and blue and the opposite colors as you can kind of understand that so you're, you're finding your will the power to be yourself and often when people are in this stage they feel controlled uh now by this person they once loved and they feel like they're supposed to be doing something that they don't believe in or that they don't believe is is their way and you know like a course of miracles for an example it's not for everybody 
it's not for each and everyone's individuality uh, that completely in individuality in this existence of the universe uh, being yourself is all a course of miracles is telling you is is teaching you to be yourself be who you are designed to be i i am as god created me now i gotta freaking be it and uh, that's that's kind of the relief and the realization that comes from this stage five this stage of of what a miracle is here is that freedom that complete freedom of yourself of being yourself and no longer anyone can tell you what to do or who you are and you're not really just part of the crowd anymore you're no longer just you're you're just yourself and you feel this complete freedom of expression it's just such a joy so this moves into stage six which is this transcendence of completing complete being yourself or having a self so in this stage six is is what a lot of people in stage five are desiring but they haven't found their complete truth yet and they're trying to comprehend it and they're trying to interpret it and they're trying to really use this in this sixth seal of the universe or this this sixth stage of life is that we are now trying to comprehend and use use these ideas oh we gotta we gotta intellectually understand this and in and interpret it and now explain it and and usually everybody else is wrong in this stage that you find everyone very suspicious or has reason to be suspicious about that you know you were lying once maybe everybody else is and you 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 were faking it till you make it who's really got it who's really doing this and you you actually start being concerned and paranoid about who is who is actually real and and you start being suspicious about people so this is the kind of the block idea of of what is this this frequency and in this you literally in the transcendence of this in the miracle that is in this stage six experience is a complete joining of mind this when you get past this paranoia this suspicion uh now that somebody else could be wrong or interpreting you wrong or could be coming from and speaking the wrong message like even right now that you might not understand what i'm saying and that you have this reason to misbelieve and and really just you have to take a grain of salt of what everybody's saying and all this stuff because you're misunderstanding the actuality of what the spirit is interpreting this experience right now in this moment for you so if you want to get past that you you literally go through this experience of joining and experiencing the spiritual universe and this is why it is referred to as transcendence and being this being transcending your suspicion transcending your fear transcending your guilt transcending everything all at once and you're you're literally starting to perceive the world as somehow an experience that and often people are in this stage when they're getting into energy work and start seeing auras and and everything and start thinking they're psychic and all this stuff and it really isn't a miracle to create someone with a free will and then 
simply tell them what you created about them. That's not really a miracle. The miracle to this stage, it does seem miraculous, uh, especially when you're just having glimpses of it. Uh, when you do realize yourself to be quite literally one mind, this is the miracle of this. And you actually experience it as that, to have the same thoughts, to have the same words and going the same places. That in this moment, you're actually feeling and seeing and doing almost the same things. And you can actually see through the other person's eyes, even as they are. This is often done with one person as well. It, and then a community. And yet very few of us, even as Jesus, do it with everyone. That right now in this moment, that even Jesus doing this is looking through your eyes and speaking through your mind and doing this through you being you. And to be aware of this, you actually have to go through these stages and actually eliminate these so-called blocks to the awareness of love presence. And this is only the sixth stage out of seven. So this goes into the seventh stage when you are just starting to experience the spiritual world and now you start to think that the world is a burden to you. So you think that somehow it's holding you down and holding you back. That it somehow is, is keeping you from God, keeping you from truth in all the ways that it is expressed. So you're, you're, you're dealing with this idea of fear. And, and you're thinking that, oh, there's other people that are fearful and, and oh, I'm afraid that I'm not going to do the right thing or get, hear the calling in time and do it on time. And, and, you know, I feel guilty for this. I feel so bad that God is, is you know, I, I, I'm, I'm misinterpreting the universe and I'm, I suck at this. I'm the son of God and I'm stuck in this universe and all this stuff. So and you feel shameful and you feel like, you know, you know, you're looking at everybody and you, you feel responsible for everybody's sins and you feel responsible for everybody's misinterpretations and misunderstandings. And, and you actually, instead of just trying to insist on, upon others, uh, others learning this, that now in yourself, you feel like you have to make this decision for everyone. And yet while you're still in it, you have no idea how to do it. So as we continue with this, with this perspective in this frequency, we also find that everybody else seems to be angry about something, that someone has an irritation, everyone has an irritation. And, you know, you feel this in you as well. And, and you want to get out of that. You want to somehow see past that. But it, it irritates you that it exists. And this, you know, like this world, oh, I hate these laws of the world. I hate these people. Oh, I hate this, you know. And you feel attached. You feel stuck. You feel in this, like, somehow. And you have to, and you feel when you're going through this stage, you feel like you have to somehow tell people, because you experience the spiritual universe at some time, at some point, uh, that you know you're you're holier than thou, and you have this uh, this specific phrasing usually, uh, that you you know can help them, and really you're just looking for the help in yourself, and you know you're calling for love, and you it's it is this lie when you get through this stage you realize that it's a lie that about 
what you've actually achieved and who you actually are, that it's not really about anyone else at all, and it's never been about anyone else. And through this, you got this suspicion about not only uh, others, but yourself, that you've been not only your worst enemy, which is, is misinterpreted when prematurely grasped, that when you have this suspicion about every last little thought, every last little experience that is happening, that now not only is the universe against you, and you might feel that way, but you, you actually are against you. That you don't want what you say you want. And you're realizing this to be true. And you're realizing that, you know, how to get through this, and it doesn't make any sense. That you've made this maze, this labyrinth, and you feel completely worthless and attached to everything and, and you can't do anything about who you are where you're going in life and oh it's overwhelming it's overwhelming and the period of what a miracle is in this stage is what most people call death and this literally is the death of yourself and I'm not talking any representation of yourself. However, that usually is representing of you're finally letting go of the universe, of the world. You're finally letting yourself be completely liberated, completely free. And those that actually do this experience of in time and you have this experience in your life, when you do die, your eyes, your world, your body, it all changes. Your demeanor changes. Your understanding changes. That now fear is almost impossible. It's, it, it's an idea. Now trust is natural and you just accept what is happening to you and this idea of guilt is is almost impossible because you see the will of god pouring through you in every action there's this idea of shame and that others look at you in a way that is you not accepting is almost impossible because you feel them and you feel everything that they believe and know about you is something you are now aware of in yourself this idea of anger is almost impossible because the love you feel for every experience and every person is that love you know now as yourself and your God in every moment, in each and every person. And now this idea of not telling the truth and lying doesn't make any sense because it is impossible to do. And now you're feeling this expression this overwhelming expression that you see the purpose in speaking the truth you see the purpose and understand and feel the purpose that everyone is actually speaking their truth because no longer are you hearing really what their words and what their bodies are saying but you hear the voice of god and directing you on your path 
directing you in this experience because the love you know now is transcendent to all of these experiences that now you feel and know and see the path unfolding in your eyes, in your life, in each and every moment that you're not concerned about being directed in the wrong direction or not getting there in time or doing the right thing. These ideas are next to impossible because you see God's plan. You see the experience of everything having a season, everything having an order, everything having a place and the unfoldment of that through your life, in your life, you, you no longer feel attached when you do this, that you're completely indifferent about all experiences happening. You're completely indifferent about things being right or wrong or good or bad, that you completely attached yourself or detached your, yourself from having this decision-making that you no longer are concerned, even if you live a life that is more and more attached to the physical world by definition, you do not feel attached to it. You know and you have the certainty that you can be free at any moment and you are free and joyous in that attachment. That is true liberation. That it's not about transcending into a whole nother place. That it is realizing that the place you are in is not the illusionary, imaginary impossibility, that you are actually in the place you have been trying to get to, that you are actually in this place that you call heaven, that you are actually in this moment with your only one holy companion in which is God that you see and know and feel and experience only God. And there is nothing more powerful than that experience in yourself. There is nothing more amazing and nothing that can actually bring you awe than the real truth of God in whatever fashion that you went through these stages of training your mind and these seeming hell experiences to bring to yourself to this complete freedom, complete freedom of really concerning yourself with who you are or who you are not. This idea that you could be something or could not be something or have something or not have something that you now are completely indifferent. And now you see it all the same. You see it all as that one experience, that one knowledge, that one knowing, that one feeling, that one wholeness, that one truth, that one in which is yourself, in which is God, in which is whole and complete. Thank you, God, for teaching us, for helping us to see while we have these interpretations of what it seems to be occurring, we have this definition of our lives 
that we believe ourselves to be bodies or ideas and we experience laws in which we've developed in which you say you do not agree with. I accept this responsibility. I accept this responsibility in myself. I have been the one that has been fearful. I believe there is something out there that can harm me. I believe there is something separate from me, separate from my will and yours. I release this now and I choose to trust my brothers. I choose to trust my world. I choose to trust you. I have these ideas that I have done some wrong, that I have misunderstood the universe and the world and I've usurped the power that of yours. I have these beliefs that I need to fix it, that I need to fix, fix the world even right now. These beliefs seem very real and I feel very guilty that I could do something separate from your will. I come to you admitting I believe this. I come to you offering you this belief that I know you accept me as you created me. Please give me the strength and power to accept myself how you have created me. I have these ideas and beliefs that others see me as somehow pathetic or weak or that they misunderstand me and that others see that I'm somehow evil or doing wrong things and and they look at me wrong and they look at me and look down on me and I actually believe this to be true. I come to you admitting and confessing that I believe this to be true, even the slightest that there was someone out there that I believe someone out there does not like me. And I bring this to you in this moment. I, I give you these beliefs that I hold and I let them go because I know you will fill me with your love and help me to see that I have this love for myself and this love for everyone. Thank you. Thank you, God. I have these ideas and these beliefs that things in the world and that I believe exist can change for the better, that we can do this existence in a better fashion. And I feel like I need, it angers me that I, I know I can do it better than everyone. And I have these ideas that I, because I feel your power in me, that I can change it. 
and I want people to grow up and change. I have these beliefs, Father, and I come to you confessing this, admitting this to you. I come to you holding this belief and surrender it to you. I surrender it and give it to you because I know you will fill me with your expression, will fill me with the true knowledge of myself and of others. And I accept this from you. Thank you. Father, I have these ideas that somehow I could be lying, that I could be lying about who I am and not knowing myself, and that others are most definitely doing it, most definitely lying about what they have done and achieved and, and how worthless I am, and I feel like I need to lie about myself to, because I feel ashamed. Father, I have these beliefs. I have these ideas about myself and others. And I come to you with this confession. And I empty my hands to you. I, I release them to you. These ideas, I give them to you. That you may help me to see correctly that you may help me to see what you actually desire for me to see what you know of me to be true that I may experience the truth of ourselves thank you thank you father I have these beliefs that I am separate from you that I am separate from my brothers and they can do something against me, that they can harm me and misdirect me. And I, I sometimes feel this about the Holy Spirit and the direction and that I can misdirect myself. Father, I believe I am a fraud. I come to you with this confession. I come to you with this admitting this and I offer it to you and I know you accept it and you see me as you truly have created me in this moment. Thank you. I know that I will be set free as I accept your freedom for me as I accept how you have designed me. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Father, I come to you with this belief that I actually think I am in a world apart from you. I actually think I am disconnected and misguided that I am stuck and bound by pathetic, weak little minds of ill-willed people 
and misguided people. Father, I believe that I don't have trust. I actually believe that I, that I don't feel pleasure anymore. I believe I, I don't feel the power that you have designed me to have. I feel like love has eluded me. Father, I feel like I need to lie about who I am so that others don't know this to be true. Father, I feel like uh, I can't, I can't see. What you are telling me is the vision of Christ. Father, I feel so attached to this world that I desire freedom. Father, I come to you with this confession. I come to you admitting this to be true, and I lay it at your feet. I give it all to you. I put this on the altar, and what you do with it, I know will be in my best interest. I trust you, Father, and I am so happy that you are here for me. I feel so strong knowing that you are behind me and walking with me. I feel such love for you in this moment and for everyone I see. I feel like I just want to be myself. I just want to feel the growth, feel the expansion of who we are. I just want to bring more to you. I just want to uh, feel, feel like I have been a worthy image of you. I want to know you. That's all I want. That's all I want to know is you. I want to know the truth. Thank you for giving me this desire, for fulfilling this in my heart. Thank you. Thank you, God, for helping me, assisting me to see it even as in your eyes, to seeing the truth about everything, to see the freedom and liberation, the state of heaven in which is existent in me, in everyone, in everything, and in every direction, all I know and see as you. Thank you, God. Thank you for making my weaknesses into strength. I accept this responsibility. I accept. I accept. Thank you, God. I accept. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
Thank you, God. Thank you for being here. Thank you for teaching us. Thank you in all my deeds. Thank you with all my words. Thank you with all my thoughts. Thank you. Thank you. You have been tuning in to this spiritual lunch hour with me, your host, Reverend Devin Devine. If you'd like more information about me and what I can do for you, please visit openandclear.com. That's O-P-E-N-A-N-D-C-L-E-A-R.com. Stay tuned to ACIM Gather for additional teachers, students, and those who love A Course in Miracles.